friend, welcome to Sweat and Yoga's Love the Skin You're In podcast, where we sweat for a workout and yoga to feel something new. I'm your host, Sanchana Sonnenberg, lover of sweat and all the feels, sitcom junkie, hoop earring enthusiast, and your realistic health and fitness bestie. Health and fitness has been hijacked by the entertainment industry and I'm here to take it back so we can all love the skin we're in and learn to listen to our bodies. All right, today's episode, tips to get through lockdown slash slow reopenings. Okay, so with the world talking about a third wave or some places not even being open from the second shutdown, (coughs) Germany, plus even places that are reopening are opening at like a snail's pace. So I thought this would be the perfect way to ease in like to ease some of that anxiety some of us might be feeling around the idea of the world being shut down. As usual, let's start with the three things I'm grateful for this week. Number one, super, super small and simple, but my nails, um, they're very, very strong and I love painting them. So I know a lot of people during this pandemic have kind of been suffering, not being able to go get their nails done. I obviously know there's bigger suffering in the world, uh, especially around this pandemic, but I do know that is pain point for some people and yeah I just I do I have grown a new appreciation for how healthy and wonderful my nails are <laughs> number two my mom shipping out my Poshmark packages um it I obviously can't do it while I'm in Germany and it's been super nice knowing that like I can trust her and the clothes are moving and then also that it's like a little bit of extra income which is pretty great number three uh carrots I have been trying to stick to one to two daily carrots, so simple, but um, they help flush out estrogen and help support the liver in moving estrogen. And I do know personally, I'm pretty estrogen dominant. And this is, this sort of piggybacks off of last week's episode, but that is particularly due to being on the pill. And so moving that estrogen out, it makes a really, really big difference for me personally. And again, carrots, so simple. And then something I'm working on, uh, trying to get a daily meditation in. I had a run where I was like, day, I was on it. I was like doing it every single morning. I'd get up, I'd do the meditation. It was great, but I sort of burnt out. I feel like I did too much too quickly and didn't build the habit sustainably enough. And now like I still do it, I would say every like third or fourth day, but it's just not as consistent as I would like it to be. So that is what I'm working on. This is just my usual reminder that I don't say these things to brag or to tell you how great my life is or whatever, but to remind you that the little things are worth being grateful for as well as the big things and maybe encourage you to pause and slow down and take a moment and appreciate, like write out a list of three things you're grateful for. get into it. Today's question is from an email subscriber and they're wondering how to survive lockdown. Uh, this question is actually older but since I didn't get to it uh, unfortunately sooner than this and there does seem to be talks of the third wave I thought why not dive into it now. Remember you can always ask your health and fitness questions in the google form that's in the show notes and try and get to them on the show 
as soon as possible. So again, much like uh, two weeks ago, I believe it was, the question isn't super specific on defining survival, but I'm going to break it up into two sections because I think there are two components that need to be addressed. However, hopefully the two interlap um, because they're both important (laughs) Um, and they sort of cross barriers. But the first section will be what we can do for our physical health. I know a lot of people I've chatted with recently are struggling with not knowing if they can keep like a fitness habit up or whatever without a gym accessible. Uh, And especially if you're like me and your Aries gyms have been closed since November, um, you know, you might need a little help. And then the second section will be mental health since a lot of us are struggling with the isolation part and not seeing our families and friends as much as we're used to, not being able to hug or even just chat with the grocery clerk, you know, the things that used to be normal. I know that there's like a meme going around at the end, like at the end of this, there's going to be two types of people, the ones with like a super healthy personality type thing and the ones who have given up. Now, while I definitely think that meme is flippin' hilarious, I also think we can be either person at different times of this quarantine. Like, you can be one person today and a new person tomorrow, and then back to the first one. It, it, it's okay. Like, we're gonna go through ebbs and flows, so... Definitely could be killing at one moment and then struggling the next. Especially as a woman, like, men's hormones fluctuate throughout the day. They start off on a high and then slowly go down. They have a daily cycle. Like, our hormones as a woman are on a monthly cycle surrounding our period. So when you have your period, you might feel like you want to draw inwards and be the person in the unicorn onesie eating chocolate on the couch watching Netflix and then during your ovulation you might feel like you're superhuman superwoman and getting it getting after it doing all the things both sides of that meme can exist and it's beautiful to listen to your body and know when it needs what side of that personally I'm often like playing around with my energy levels and content creation seeing when I'm most productive when I love working out in relation to my period and body temperature like these are some things I've been playing around with and it's super cool to see how your body is forever adjusting and sending you signals on what it needs at that time again this podcast I know I like beat a dead horse but we are just here to learn to listen to our bodies side note this is just another reason i don't love the claim like this diet is good for everybody every time even just as a woman not even including your environmental history or whatever else your prior health and nutrition you still require different nutrition throughout your month and if you're looking for the science again i say listen to your body because we change our minds on the science all the time but if you're looking for like particular studies uh the science they fairly recently done on intermittent fasting research in relation to women's cycles and they found that most women should only be doing intermittent fasting in the first half of their cycle riding up to ovulation so how many diets and studies have not put the diet through the lens of what part of the cycle is this woman on rather than just measure everyone as if they're the same at all points in time right so anyway These are just some things that we should definitely consider and think about before we decide on like a a strict diet we're going to follow, right? Like before we ignore our body signals, we should think about and, and just look plainly at the science. We should think about like, okay, what is my body telling me? Does this feel right? 
a little extra food for thought. Okay, so five things we can do to help our physical body while we are in lockdown. Number one, sleep. Honestly, I've now brought this up three podcasts in a row. You're probably sick of hearing me say that, but sleep is queen. Like, it is the key to so many things. I cannot stress enough how cleaning up your sleep habits can have a massive impact on your life. Just sleeping enough can give you more willpower, put you in a better mood, allow your body to take in the wonderful workout or diet you've decided to implement, etc. Sleep, girl. Sleep. I obviously know that there is components that are going to affect your sleep. If you're working night shift, if you've got a child, if you've got loud roommates, whatever else, but any amount of uninterrupted like REM sleep and just really tuning the world out. Like don't, don't, especially if you're in a situation like that where there's external factors that you can't necessarily deal with, um, don't make it harder on yourself. So put your phone away, put it on airplane mode, get it away from you, things like that. Make a world of a difference. Number two, get some sun. Vitamin D is muy importante. It's actually argued to be like hormone D in the pro-metabolic community. This is how much of an impact it has. So try and make it a habit if there is sun out to spend at least five minutes in it. It can be just in a window, like it doesn't need to be outside. Uh, staring at our computer hunched over can definitely mess with our natural light receptors. So realigning with the sun can make a huge difference in not just our mood, but our overall day and like our wake and sleep patterns. Again, barring that you're not doing like a night shift or anything like that. Personally, I try and get in the sun five minutes first thing in the morning if it's up, but whenever I can get it, I can, I really make sure like I'll work in the sun. I will do all the things. Vitamin D is just needed for so many functions in the body and it's so easy to get as long as there's sunshine out. If the sun is not really an option for whatever reason, you're in a darker climate, you know, you're still feeling those winter time blues, red lights can be a helpful substitute. However, the official red lights can be rather spendy. I've seen some pretty great hacks over on like Instagram and stuff. I will try and link them. I can't promise that I will find them, but if you just like Google it and you Pinterest the crap out of it, you will definitely find the hacks and they're wonderful. Like, uh, I think I saw someone that like made one for like $15. So you got $15, right? Probably. Um, and then number three, create habits around exercise and diet. Start small, but brainstorm and remove any barriers like workout clothes picked out the night before, smoothie ingredients prepped in the fridge, etc. If you are someone who already has healthy habits in place, but you know you will want slash need a gym, it's time to like brainstorm and figure out how you can up level that body weight training. I mean, obviously if you can get your hands on some weights, get your hands on some weights, but learn to like vary and play what your body can do in certain positions. So can you lift a foot off the ground? Can you lift an arm off the ground? Can you make this a unilateral movement? Can you do a pistol squat, a handstand, like pick a goal or something that you want to get better at and work on it? Like I said in a previous 
um, podcast, I'm working on the splits just because I know that I'm taking a lot of load off of my hamstrings by not deadlifting in as heavily and doing good mornings as heavily as I would normally do. So this is probably one of my better chances to get into that Hanumanasa. So I'm using it as an opportunity instead of looking at it like, oh, the gyms aren't open and I'm not getting, I don't have my squat rack. Instead, I'm like, okay, how can I make this? to my advantage and yeah so just looking like taking a different mindset mindset is everything so taking a different mindset to it and how can you make the training load or the training a little bit different and a little bit challenging for you number four take this time to get to know your cycle sorry if you're a guy but let's be honest i looked at my analytics and there's like 0.5 percent men listening so um although technically a guy can track their daily cycle, but yes, track your cycle, track your energy, track your cervical mucus, track your morning temperature, track your like back pain when it happens, track your acne, whatever. Pick one and track it. Loads of great apps out there that are free. Uh, I have one that's called Flow. I'll link it in the um, I'll link it in the show notes. But get real intimate if you have the time, knowing that so many variables are eliminated right now because you have to stay at home makes it so much easier to pinpoint what like when we feel great how what makes us feel great and then once we're back in the real world it's going to be awesome to apply that because when possible obviously you can schedule things around when you know you'll have great energy when you'll know you'll have great skin etc etc use it to your advantage girl mindset is everything Uh, And then number five, make a physical self-care day. I mean, it doesn't have to be a whole day. I can just hear all the moms or university students like rolling their eyes through their phones at me. But even setting 30 minutes aside every Monday or Sunday or whenever you can spare it makes a big difference. Not gonna lie, I'm not the greatest at this, but I've been working on it. I'm trying to make every Sunday a day where I wash my hair, shave, face mask, red light, sit down and read really really like I, I literally launched the podcast and I put out like the Pinterest for it and then I've been trying really really hard to put the computer away when I'm successful I will say it makes a huge difference something about like the physical act of telling yourself that you're worth this time and energy rather than like running around doing all the things and being really really frantic but just letting your body slow down like in honestly how many of us spend how much time just having the tv on and then mindlessly scrolling through instagram or whatever like instead of doing that which i'm also no judgment whatsoever because i have definitely been there but instead of doing that actually actively self-caring really turns your whole day and like even week around it's it's wonderful cannot say enough about it again not always the greatest at it so no judgment if you're in the same boat as me none whatsoever okay now on to the five things that we can focus on for our mental health during lockdown. This sort of goes with the physical as well, but 
no surprise number one obviously is just listening to our bodies while we're in this closed off limited environment like i mentioned for tracking your cycle why not take some time to tune in to what energizes you and what brings you down obviously if you have responsibilities to others like husband or parents or children you cannot mix everything that brings your energy down but you're eliminating so many variants so why not use it to your advantage personally i'm a big fan of tracking things and that's why i created the food tracking journal you can grab it at sweatandyoga.com forward slash food tracking the link will be in the show notes but having all of these variants removed from even being a factor right like nobody can call you to be like hey you want to go for drinks you want to go get wine whatever having all of these variants removed makes it really really easy for you to actually tune in to what your body's telling you every time you do something so why not harness it number two is going to play off of that and that is to stop doing things that deplete your mental health I know just above I mentioned the food tracking journal, but just as I mentioned in the disclaimer of the food journal, if this is something that tends to grip at your mental health and cause you less than like favorable or obsessive behavior about food or about what you're eating or whatever else, ditch it. Something like food tracking or tracking of any sort is just a tool, not meant to drain your energy and create obsessive thoughts and behaviors that drain the rest of your day's energy it's meant to provide a marker so you understand what your body needs and how to you're looking for those energy positive energy spikes when you feel really really good that's what i i hope that you can find from tracking and then you can harness those energy spikes that are like really really positive and i don't mean like a sugar high i mean like a steady like you're excited to do this thing that's what i want out of that tracking you know I don't want it to be like, oh, I have to track this food again. I have to do this again. Nah, girl, no. Number three, remember that mental and physical health are linked, but not the same. So getting abs during lockdown, but doing a ton of stuff you hate, restricting yourself, doing hours and hours of exercise, only eating lettuce might get you washboard abs. For a time being, go back to the episode on whether or not counting calories is the way to lose weight but like what on top of it let's say it did work what about when you go back to work or school or like real normal life and have actual like you need to have actual energy to do all of those real life things you're still gonna exercise for hours a day probably not so it's just gonna be it's sort of a futile effort So instead, use this time to create healthy habits that will be easy to maintain because they've like been triggered in your mind once your life returns to normal. Like some great ideas, I will leave a link to a pin that I made in the show notes, but you know, things like making your bed every morning, oil pulling, 10 squats every time you walk through a door, like those are all things that can be healthy habits that you don't need to spend any money on you need to spend very minimal amount of time on and you can create a habit so that your body and your mind craves you doing it and then it's not this great imposition into your quote-unquote normal life once you go back to it number four create a journaling habit i know this goes along with other habits but to be honest this is definitely one of the most important ones that it like it needs to be its own number on the list there's so many different forms of journaling 
you can definitely find one that works for you that's going to be beneficial in your day-to-day in your life how you can do it I'm a big fan of the my ideal day journal habit where you write out what your ideal day would look like that way you're putting out the good jujubes into the universe you're creating your day before you even start rather than reacting to things that are going to happen so you can sit down and you can be like these are the meetings i have these are the zoom calls these are the whatever this is how i'm the outcomes i'm hoping for and you sort of journal it as if they're already happened so you'd be like I am so excited that Susan agreed to do this project with me and she is bringing X and X to the table and it's wonderful and blah, 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 whatever. Moving on. But that's just one way. There's literally so many. There is uh, like a journaling app you can get on your phone even that just reminds you to do like a quick two sentence journal in the morning. Like it's really, really moldable and able to fit into whatever habit you need, whatever you need it to fit once you go back to quote-unquote normal life number five reach out to a friend either for yourself or for them both of those versions have their own but different connection rewards even just a little hey how are you like it can make someone's day like hey i was just watching the show and i thought of you etc you never know even if you're reaching out to a friend for their sake so if you think they've been struggling or you haven't heard from them in a while and you're wondering um it might turn out to be a line for exactly what you needed to hear so the other day like personally I was chatting with a friend and um I told her something I haven't shared with anyone else not even sure why I felt called to tell her this we're close but I have friends who I'm far closer with that I haven't shared this with and it turns out she had gone through the exact same situation And this just sort of came about from, I think it was me just reaching out, being like, hey, how are you doing? Haven't heard from you in a while. How are things? And it, like how synchronous it is, synchronous, is that a word? Anyway, how like wonderful is that, that she, she's the person that I felt called and chose to share this with. And she's the only person that I know that went through the same thing. However, I want to put a little asterisk next to this because everybody's dealing with these things their own way. Be aware that that person might not be ready to receive your energy and just be like, if you're reaching out to be like, hey, I hope you're doing okay, be respectful of their energy too. Also, be aware of who the person you're connecting to is and if they affect and suck your energy maybe check on them when you're in like a good state of mind then and in like a good energy space rather than uh if it's someone that you get a lot from reaching out you it might be beneficial to you to reach out in a low time again though being aware that if you take a lot from them it might be i mean this sounds really really woo woo but you know i there's no way even before i knew about energy and things like that I knew that some friends they would call me and while I loved them I still they would call me and I'd be like oh man gotta deal with them and then there was some friends that I just like loved being around because I came out of it so much higher so just be aware of the space you're in when you reach out to someone and how they make you feel when you reach out to them and then reach out accordingly and be aware that again they might not be in the space to like receive your reach out at that point in time if they're struggling and you pull a lot of energy from them i mean choose wisely is all it is (laughs) 
And then I'm going to add in a bonus habit because I think this is something that has been super helpful for me. But if you know me or you followed me on Instagram or whatever else, you know lately I've been trying to read more fiction because it gives my brain a little bit of a break. Uh, and honestly, if you don't have a friend that is a feel-good friend, so we just talked about in the previous point how like you might want to, if you're in a low state, you might want to reach out to one of those friends that makes you feel really, really good. If you don't have one, which can happen, and that is okay. I've definitely been in in a place in my life where I didn't have that type of friend where I felt like every single person was either a drain or they weren't gonna lift me up you can find that feel-good friend in a read I you know I, I know it sounds silly but you get so involved with the characters and if it's like a feel-good book yeah it's great honestly one I would strongly suggest if you love Big Bang Theory and you love Sheldon in Big Bang Theory um that's a very 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 important portion of this because i feel like every single person that i've talked to has either loved or hated this book and the distinguishing factor seems to be whether or not they love sheldon from big bang theory but reading eleanor oliphant is completely fine is just one of those books where you just like feel for the characters you get in there you get oh it's a great book i strongly strongly suggest it if you haven't read it Okay, so the general summary and takeaways is to take this opportunity to slow down and use it as a way to learn and l listen, learn to listen to your body. If we shift our mind and spin it positively, we can take this time to go inward. Like so many external stimuli are just eliminated just by nature of things being shut down. We can really start to hone in and eliminate the energy drains we weren't even aware were there in the past, right? Like. The whole world is sort of being forced into a slowdown. So might as well use it. It's telling us to learn to listen to our bodies. That's all. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you loved this episode and you got some helpful takeaways on making lockdown suck a little less at least. All the links I mentioned and talked about will be in the show notes. Make sure you subscribe so you know as soon as new episodes are up and share this episode with a friend if you think it'll benefit them so we can all get healthy in a realistic way and love the skin we're in. I'd love, love, love for you to take a moment and tell me what you'd like to see more of in the show by either filling out the Google form in the show notes or writing a review. Okay, catch you later, friend. friend part was really awkward i always say catch you next time friend that was that's like normal like the see you later catch you later friend that was really awkward so catch you next time friend but like for real see you next sunday bye